Welcome back to Happily Babbly Ever After with me. So with my birthday around the corner, I went out and got myself a few birthday cards, which prompted me to ponder the history of greeting cards. And I was in for a treat because the history of greeting card was fascinating. Greeting cards go way, way back. Back in the Bronze Age, this is a time when people sunbathe a lot and would get really tan, you guys. To celebrate Chinese New Year's, ancient Chinese exchanged these handwritten message, which they believe have the power to ward off evil spirit. Who would find people at the end of eight years? So more than just an exchange message of goodwill, sending greeting card was a matter of life or death for ancient Chinese, you guys. Hey, did you hear? Kim is dead. How come? I heard nobody gave her a card on New Year's. Oh, that explains a lot. Silicon. Meanwhile, on the other side of the pond, far away in the land of Egypt, people was exchanging handwritten message too. But rather than warding off evil spirit, Egyptians simply want to wish someone well and celebrate the new. Circle of life. What a quaint idea, right? Dear Abe, hopefully this shears will bring you better luck. Hopefully, no big rock will fall on you at the pyramid construction site. The shears. Egyptians was way fancy. They use papyrus, which is very similar to thick. Paper, and they roll this paper into scrolls, so they can use it to whack you if you forget to send them a card. Here's the scroll I made for you. Where's mine? Oh, you forgot? How convenient! I'll take whatever I set in my scroll back. I hope the whole pyramid fall on your head. Back then, the proper way. To celebrate an occasions is first come the cards, then come the gift. So if you just have the gift and no card, oh no, the earth is falling. People would be super duper upset with you if that is the case. Just a gift, no card. What is this? Are we in the Stone Age? Though I imagine. That probably was always that impatient and rebellious someone that goes, "Can we just open the gift before we open the card?" That is outrageous! Don't tell me to whack you with this card. Don't you know it's a thought that counts? Read my thought. What a generation! As fun as evil guarding and head whacking, greeting card may sound. The market for greeting card was actually cricket for centuries. 
Then, the Germans took it up a notch by bringing wood to the table. Yeah, wood. Hey, Carl, can you help Daddy bring the wood to the house? I need to make some cards this afternoon. But this is German we are talking about, not Egypt, not China. So people will find wood left and right for Valentine's Day instead of New Year's. Have you heard Carl's dad just had a new mistress? Oh yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's very handy with the wood. And shortly, the rest of Europe rally on, and before you know it. Handmade greeting card started to spread like wildfire across Europe. You know what they say: what happened in Europe stay in Europe. And all of you may vaguely remember the period between the 14 and the 17 centuries. Art and literatures was growing like weed in Europe. It was the Renaissance period, aka the art and the literature's hippie areas. Being an artist was cool, because come on, Leonardo da Vinci's and Michelangelo did it. But as artists run out a place to write and chisel, they turn to greeting cards. But like any smart entrepreneur, these artists know that they first gotta cater their friends and family. If you're all out there thinking today' card was elaborate, think again. Back then, artists was cutting paper into these thin strips, basically stealing shredded jobs. And then they bend, and then they curl this thin strip in different shape, and they glue these things on the card surface to get that 3D look. What's funny is the nuns and the monks actually started this first as a way to decorate their books, because let's be honest, nobody was reading their books, and these Renaissance. Artists must have stumbled on their book, thinking these are some Renaissance poetic book. They didn't read a word from the nuns and the monks' book, but they for sure was hooked on the three D design. So, as you can see, early greeting card was definitely not for the average Joes because it was beautifully, elaborately handmade. Can you imagine the average Joe to cut, curl, and glue? Forget about it, right? I heard Joe funeral is this Saturday. Are you coming? No, but I heard the funeral is canceled because not many people is planning to come. Ah,、oh, that makes sense. Joe doesn't cut, curl, or glue. Poor Joe's. May he rest in peace. Yeah, hopefully he learned how to cut, curl, and glue in heaven. Mm-hmm. So back then, not only greeting cards was one of a kind masterpiece and beautifully handmade, 
They was also cater especially for the one who received it. I mean, they was personal, guys. So these cards are elaborate, time-consuming, expensive to make. So you are lucky if you get a card, because getting a card means either the person you got the card from is an artist. Or has a lots of money to hire an artist. I mean, either way, you got fifty-fifty chance of knowing someone rich. All that changed in the eighteenth century, though. First, postal service was introduced. Yeah, before that, bird was delivering people mails. So human decided to take back the job after carefully reviewing these outsourcing agreement. This is outrageous! Seven days for delivering a package. We need two-hour prime delivery. Can you do that? Coo coo. But the greatest influence on greeting card industries. Was the industrial revolutions and the new machine printing press technologies? Before that, people were doing hand printing press, which was all fine and dandy, but those hand got a rest, and the machine turned out didn't have those need. With card can be pumped out of machine at a faster rate and now can be sold at a lower price. People was onto card. Like toddler onto honey. Now people can send both New Year's and Valentine's card for a change. Gone are the day when we can only pick one. Now we can send our moms, our wives, and our mistress each a card on Valentine's Day and New Year's Day. Whoa, whoa! Which is such a slap in the face. For the ancient Chinese who didn't think Valentine's card would get picked up, Valentine's card, huh, huh? Who would do that? Well, maybe people want to send their mistress a little something for Valentine's. You know, that would never fly. Evil spirit would get them. What a bad idea, huh? So why? Valentine's card was gaining more and more popular. Christmas card was sadly a little bit lag behind. The first known Christmas card wasn't published until 1843. Believe it or not, which beggar questions. Before 1843, how did people know their gift wasn't really from the guy that riding those reindeers? How? Sending Christmas card? What? So you telling me that we have to send them a gift and a greeting card? Who has that kind of money? No, 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 my friend. I'm telling you that you could save money by only send them the greeting card instead of the gift. Oh, now you're talking my language. Give me twenty. In fact, Sir Henry Cole, the man who hired an artist to design the first published Christmas card that we were talking about before, was doing that as part of a Groupon bundle. What a great Groupon deal! 
I can get a guy design a holiday card for me, a baker to make me a cake, a housekeeper to do my chore, and a chef to make me a fancy meals. Oh, the joy that money can buy! So after getting that Groupon bundle, Sir Cole met the artist to tell him how he wanted his card to be designed. I want you to design a Christmas card universally enough that I can send to all my friends, yet customized enough that they know how much I care about each of them individually. Also, magnificently enough to show my holiday spirit and that I am rich. You got it, sir. Now. Before you run and and design, make sure in the center of the card there is a family party, okay? And on the side panel, there are some poor people receiving donation of food and clothing. That feel like Christmas spirit to me. Also, paint the middle some lovely color, and the side panels just one tone sad looking color, okay? That. That ring, Christmas spirit to me. Got it. Child Dickens was also hired by Sir Henry Cole the same years to publish a Christmas Carol as a PR piece to support the holiday spirit Christmas card product line of Sir Henry Cole. And that, my friend, is how the Christmas industry card was born. And oh my goodness, it was cheerful and joyful. It's interesting to see how the table has turned. The first person asked for a Christmas card was a rich man, but fast forward to today, women buy eighty percent of Christmas card. What's up with that? Where on the rich man go? My time for today is up. Thank you for listening to me babbling about the histories of greeting cards. Until next week, happy babbly ever after. Yeah.